Hello and welcome to another episode of The Untrained Eye with Beth and DJ. This episode brought to you by Democracy. Democracy. Go and vote. Be a part of it. Do it right now. If you are listening first thing in the morning, first of all, thank you very much. We appreciate we appreciate our first first times. Nope, that can't be right. We appreciate our early birds. Thank you, early birds. Uh, but if you're listening to this at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I'm going to drive home and hang out with Beth and DJ. Go and vote. Turn it off. Go Google where your polling place is and just hurry up and go vote. Do it. We don't care who you're voting for or why you're voting for them. Just go and do it. Exercise your rights. Do it. All right, that's it. No, like I said, no sponsors. Uh, we love you. Please enjoy the episode. New recording device, new podcast. Hopefully this comes out buttery, silky smooth. Is it recording? It is recording right now. Awesome. And I just hit the mic just to make sure everyone could tell. I wish you would have told me first so I could clear my throat one more time. Just do it right now real quick in three. <coughs> oh, I didn't, didn't wait even for the wait countdown. for the countdown. Well, I didn't so know. You said do it right now. You know, <laughs> I... You, we were just talking before we started recording that, oh, we're professionals now. <laughs> we're legal at 21 episodes. Well, we're 22 now. Look at us. We messed up our whole lives. Yeah, well, we're still young and dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, end of euphemism. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> anything going on like in your life that you care to tell us about before mm. we get... Right into the news. I mean, I can't really think of anything now that you just put me on the spot. Well, I mean, you're wearing a fun avocado shirt. You want to talk about that? I mean, it is pretty fun. <laughs> I I don't remember what it says, so you read it since it you says, can see it. <laughs> can't make everyone happy. You are not an avocado. It's legit. Um, like one of the girls at work had this custom made for another girl, and then she was like. I'm gonna make. I'm just gonna make like twenty of them. <laughs> That's hilarious because I swear I've seen that phrase before. So I thought that was just a shirt, and I wore that shirt, and uh, it was funny because didn't you take a picture and send it to them? Like, yeah, wearing it. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so funny because <laughs> it's not just a shirt. <laughs> well, it is. Not, if I mean, it might be them, now. Yeah. I think if we made twenty shirts for the show, we could officially call it a show shirt. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't use that, but like, I think that is true because I love avocados and I didn't always like when I was younger, I didn't like that. Um, what is it that like taco five layer dip Guacamole. or whatever? Yeah. I didn't like that because it just looks like baby poop or something. And ah. I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and so, and then I don't know, maybe I think the reason I started liking guacamole is because of Chipotle. Because they're like, you have to pay extra for that, man. It must be delicious. And it is. And that's been Guac Talk. Yep, Guac Talk with Beth and DJ. That's our new... You're listening, actually, to our new podcast, Guac Talk. We <laughs> talk about avocados and our experiences with them. 
the first time we had them, how I buttery mean, they taste sometimes. Yeah. When you open one up that feels perfect and it's black inside. Oof, or it has <laughs> those like vein looking brown things. Yeah. Like it got struck by lightning, but it was black. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's so sad. Because like what I like to do is get like uh I was kidding, but go ahead. No, I like to work like I work near an Arby's and they have like this a basic salad and I like to just bring an avocado to work and get the salad and just put it on there and it's perfect. All right, we're in our new show lunch talk. I get a salad from Wawa, the turkey BLT, mm. and I get a hard boiled egg and I shake it up in there with it. Like I cut it all up and shake it up with the ranch dressing. It's food. We Love eat it. it. Lunch talk over. So, okay. <laughs> did you hear about Alec Baldwin? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, apparently, he punched some guy in the face. Oh, did he uh, deserve it? If Alec Baldwin did it, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> he tends to find people that don't deserve uh, abuse and just give it to him as hard as he can. Like, what happened? Uh, good news. The internet just, everything just died. Oh, so you just read the headline? So all, well, no, I have, okay. Okay, here we go. Oh my God. Backup internet cell phone. Yeah, well, I already have this. I will throw you (laughs) into a volcano. You already have it pulled up. A 49-year-old man sustained an injury to the left jaw after being punched and was taken. Did you just say the love jaw? Uh, maybe, but I meant the left jaw. <laughs> uh, by the way, I don't know what the difference between the left and right jaw is. Maybe the left it's the side love, of man. the jaw or the right side of the jaw, but it just says the left jaw. After being punched and was taken to a local area hospital to be treated according to police, he's in stable condition, police added. Baldwin was charged with assault and harassment, given a desk appearance ticket, this NYPD said, or the NYPD said. So he punched a guy and he's got to go talk to somebody about it, which is great. Yeah, and that guy's probably rubbing his hands together right now. Heck and, yeah. Where's Are you... my movie check? Dude, <laughs> I would take it all. I would be like, hey man, I heard you got like $30 million to play Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. I want some. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> I wonder why he punched him. It doesn't uh, say... Because he's an idiot. I'm sure it says that somewhere. It's like a uh, local dummy, Alec Baldwin, punches a guy. Does it say, in addition to portraying President Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live, he's currently host representative for Baldwin, had no comment. So, yeah. At least the article that I have doesn't say anything about it. I mean, what if it was a real ordeal? I mean, I would imagine <laughs> if it was a real ordeal, they would have ticketed or arrested both of the guys. Not just the one more famous guy. I mean, the famous guy. Like, yeah, he's a jerk, but I've never heard of him, like, hitting people before. Like, he's snarky, but he usually doesn't uh, resort to fisticuffs. (laughs) Yeah, well, at his age, that is all he's resorting to is fisticuffs. Well, especially at his age. Getting in some Donnie Brooks. That is my favorite thing, a Donnie Brook. I don't know what that is. It's a fight. It's just a fun way to describe a fight. There was a Donnybrook. Like, where there was it... a scuffle that turned into a Donnybrook. <laughs> what is the origin of that? I've never heard that. I've got to imagine it's Irish in in origin. Mm. If I was just to guess off the top of my head, I, my racist guess would be <laughs> Irish. Your racist guess. Hmm. Let's see, Alec Baldwin and friends. Saturday Night Live joked about him. 
Duh. Alec Baldwin charged with assault. That's from yesterday. Over parking dispute. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, you're in my spot. What are you doing? Did you, you know read that or are you just assuming it? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now, <laughs> but the independent, uh, I don't know how reputable they are, but that was the headline. You're I'll, in my spot. <laughs> yeah. You're in my spot. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Do don't you know you? I was a ghost once in a movie? Oh, I, was, I was like, what are you talking about but Beetlejuice? Yeah. 60-year-old actor. Also, second place, you guys. It was Yeah. <laughs> if you were on Instagram or Twitter, you saw Beth's second place shrunken headman uh, costume. Which, that was really, really awesome. And it was a lot of fun to do it and just have a shrunken head. <laughs> it was hilarious. This is great. It's In a statement <laughs> tweeted from official Twitter account of his and... Wife, Hil- what? Hilaria? H-I-L-A-R-I-A Baldwin? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of this no. woman? I haven't either. He denied the allegations. Alec Baldwin did. The guy who got a ticket for it. Sure. <laughs> he wrote, normally I would not comment on something as, oh God, I've I mean, what I've if backed that... myself into a corner. Wait, no, I have to. E-G-R-E-G-I-O-U-S-L-Y. Egregiously? Really? I always would have imagined that started with an A. I don't, that is, I'm embarrassed, egregiously misstated as today's story. However, the assertion that I punched anyone over a parking spot is false. I wanted to go on the record stating as much. I realize that it has become a sport. Oh, who cares? So he did it. But people are freaking serious about parking spots. We're just driving in general. Because didn't your friend uh, Todd tell you that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Are we not allowed to use this name? I don't know. I don't know what the story you're about to tell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you anyway. You can cut out his name if you need to. Our friend Bleep, yes. Our friend Bleep. Anyway, didn't um, he get into a, like, a confrontation with someone because they stole a parking, lot, or a parking spot from him at Red Lobster? Ha, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, didn't he tell the guy that... Um, his wife better be able to run or something like that. <laughs> like, it does like, sound I like something you would say. And so I remember maybe. exactly what he said, but he was like, and your wife better be able to run too or That's something amazing. like that. I forgot about that. That's great. I bet he did say that. I'm sure that he did. Our good old friend Bleep. Anyway, but, moving past that. <laughs> I mean, and we even told that story about... Uh, when that guy at Walmart was like, get out of the way, <laughs> was like beeping his horn. Oh, when I was like, I will say nothing, face tattoo man. Yes. <laughs> so I don't like. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> anytime when you're in some kind of vehicle, I feel like that turns the heat up on <laughs> confrontations. <laughs> well, because you get brave. Like, uh, what is it? Cash Levy. He's a comedian. He has this. He has a phrase that he termed airport courage. He's like, you will talk to people in an airport in a way that you never would. He's like, something about knowing that everyone has the potential to get tackled to the ground if they overreact. He's like, you will say things to people in the airport that you would never say otherwise. And I feel like cars are the same way. Suddenly, (laughs) you become invisible. People think that they can have no tint on their window and pick their nose and no one can see them. But I have seen many, many boogers be mined. Ew, gross. Uh, But, yeah, and you get that. I get that way, too. 
That's part of the reason why I like driving with my windows down because I don't have that filter of like, I can just say something or yell at this guy and he'll never hear me. Like when the windows are down, it actually chills me out because I'm like, okay, you're not going to yell at this guy. <laughs> so if you're not even going to get the joy of yelling at him, just relax. Just yeah. do your thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, people are disgusting that like pick their nose in the car. But like. By the way, I have seen folks dig deep, son, deep. They're trying to get a childhood trauma <laughs> through their nose. <laughs> Ugh, no, but like, I, I think it's funny because I always eat in my car, like fast food. I'll be like, boogers oh, I mean, or what? No, <laughs> no, never that. <laughs> Like French fries or something, but I hardly ever see anyone else eating. I'm like, well. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah. like when you're driving down the road or yeah, just like. Yeah, like I'll freaking get out a burger. <laughs> and like I used to do that when I would drive a stick shift. Dude, <laughs> when I, that used to be my like claim to fame is I'd be like, yeah, I'll have a cigarette lit, eat a freaking hard shell taco and drive <laughs> stick shift at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like people were just like. No. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, do you ever notice people eating? Like, I'm gonna be I, real I honest do. with you. I rarely look in people's windows anymore, like, except to see them mining gold. Dude, it's always at stoplights. That's the crazy part. Is that like you would think the time to do it is when you're in motion? No, sir. They're like, hey, man. Now that I have time to think, I need to. Oh my god, there's something up there. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. Gross. Yeah, and they have uh, somewhere to wash their hands in their car. Yeah, their shirt. So once again, <laughs> don't touch me, ever. <laughs> yeah, no handshakes, no even fist bumps, just we'll tap elbows, maybe. Yeah, we'll just nod to each other, the head nod. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but... <laughs> yeah, that's racist. Uh. Anyway... So, I don't even know how he got on to that. Booger talk. Yeah, gross. Enough with that. That makes me sick. <laughs> Please. I'm not saying anything. All right, but how did we even get on that topic? I have no idea. We were talking about Alec Baldwin picking his bugs. <laughs> no, we weren't. We were talking about him punching someone. Mm -hmm. Why, did you have something? Yeah, I got a bug. You got a bug up there? All right, let me pause it real quick. Oh, you'll pause and it. And we're back. <laughs> you'll she... pause it for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even want people to hear you digging in there. Are you sure you don't want to watch me? Yeah, I'm deadly sure. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you never picked a booger a day in your life. Mm. Well, I... Disgusting. Um, yeah. yeah, disgusting. Okay. Yeah. So, you know who Malcolm Jamal Warner is, right? Yeah, he played Theo on the Cosby Theo. Show. Well, I guess he finally, like, said, like, had a, uh, not a statement, but, like, said his piece, I guess, about the whole Cosby thing. Uh, and I didn't watch the interview, but I just saw in the, uh, in this article I read, uh, just a quote from him. Um, let me see if I can read both of them. No, I'm just going to read the one. Um, he said, Keisha Pullman. I Pullum. Think that's a, Pull, well, it's... Keisha Knight Pullum. Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. 
I anyway. Sorry, I watched that show a lot. No, I'm just <laughs> dyslexic. I read it completely wrong, uh, and added an N that wasn't there. Keisha Pulliam did an interview, and her feelings were the legacy could never be tarnished because there's a generation of young people who went to school because of that show, who went to school and became doctors and lawyers because of that show, who went on to create beautiful and loving families because of that show. So her thing was that there was uh, so much good that the show did that cannot be undone. I firmly stand with her on that account. There is so much that show has done. Well, and Keisha Knight Poem, isn't that Rudy? I think so. It didn't say, but I I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. And I don't know. I think, like, I don't know what else he could say about it. Like, what is he going to say? Like, what we all know. Like, oh my God, I, how could I not have known that I was working with a monster of a human? Or can he just be like, listen, let's just take the good that we got out of this and move on. That's yeah. kind of how I take that. I mean, I think that's the best way to do it. Because what, like you said, what is he supposed to do? Like, unless it turns out that he wasn't doing it with them. But, which I don't think so. Because, I don't know, I always really liked him. And it would at least hope that that wasn't the case. Yeah. But, I mean, everything, from his point of view, I would imagine, everything that can be said about Bill Cosby has been said. Right. Up until, or up until going to prison for, what, three to ten years, or three to six years, or whatever Probably it is. Probably till he dies. Most likely till he dies. I, most people give him less than six months in prison before he dies. And I would, I would take that bet. Yeah. No, I always liked uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. And, like, I I think it is good that he's trying to put a positive spin on it because that probably is true. Like, a lot of people saw how a black family could thrive and become more than maybe they thought they could. So, Or more than the world was telling them they could at the time. Exactly that. Exactly that. So, yeah. So, I don't, like, I don't think that should be taken away because um, it, it can't be, like, whatever you thought it was at the time, if that made you like encouraged you to do something more than you were now that it's ugly, um, still doesn't take away the fact that it made you do whatever. So it's just a shame that there is a monster lurking in the background. Well, of something that, that seemed so good. And that you can't like now you can't go back and watch your favorite episode. Like no one's what I'm telling you right now. I have no desire to watch the Cosby show, but if I was watching any episode, I wouldn't care about anything anyone else was saying. I would only be paying attention to what William Cosby was saying. Yeah. And then judging it and judging it so harshly as though I was as uh, clean and pure as the driven snow, I would judge him. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I've never done anything that horrifying, but I'm definitely not uh, spotless. Yeah. But uh, believe in your heart, I would watch it and just arms folded, head shaking the whole time, just, how dare he? Which is a complete shame, because even though that show is really outdated, the comedy holds up. Yeah. Like, it's still hilarious. And, like, I watched it when it was on TV, and, like, when it was still coming on every week, and then when it went into syndication, I watched it again, and then... Um, I'm sure we when we first got together, I yeah, remember we it being it. on, and we would watch it. We would just watch episodes of it that would just play... 
Yeah. Like, I remember, I'm sure I've said it on here before, like the I, the first comedy special I ever remember seeing was Bill Cosby's. And the the crazy part about him and that Cosby show is that it wasn't just that it was showing what it showed as far as black families being, you know, able to succeed in a way that hadn't been shown on TV up to that point. But it also was like comedy that was accessible to everyone. Right. Because like, I remember watching other shows with my dad and my, and laughing because I heard the people on TV laughing and I wanted to be like, I'm laughing with my dad. And I, I remember vividly laughing at something and my dad just looking at me and be like, why is that funny? Why do you think that's funny? And I'm like, I, 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 I heard them laughing. Yeah, and I was just too. I was so embarrassed. I just left. I left the room because I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. But the Cosby Show, I could laugh at because I did understand what was going on, even as a kid. Yeah, because there's always some kind of ridiculous hijinks. Like even if they're like trying to hide the fact that they're like eating a cake or, um, like, <laughs> or like trying to get their uh, their like, sweater matched up right. <laughs> oh yeah, like Theo th- that episode where Denise tells Theo that she can make a, <laughs> a an expensive shirt. looking sweater or whatever. Yeah, for him or whatever instead of him being able to buy it cuz it's like $60 and then like the sleeve is way too short and the neck <laughs> is like weird. Isn't one <laughs> like, sleeve also like way too long? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. <laughs> and he comes out and he like freaks out and it's it's absolutely hilarious, but again, like it's just a shame that you can't continue to watch it the way you always did because um, there was something vile with it and now it's out in the open. Hmm. So, yeah. <sighs> and then um, we've been watching, we finally finished watching the second season of Making a Murderer. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's just crazy how the court system works and uh, spoiler alert, sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cra- the thing that always bothers me about watching stuff like that, like I've also been listening to the new, uh, I don't know if you would call it season, but the new episodes of Serial that have come out, the Serial podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I keep thinking is, is I like, it's just such a weird, vicious cycle that you can so easily get into. Like, of you know, if you get arrested for doing something dumb once, like, it's real easy to just have that just keep folding in on itself and on itself, 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 until you're going right. to jail forever. Or you're at a point where, like, Stephen Avery was. Like, before, we were wrong. We said he had gone falsely to prison for 10 years. It was 18 years. Right. It turns out that he had been in prison wrongfully. And the more this season progresses and... the it just seems like the cops were bitter that he got out mm-hmm. for the initial charge and just were... Which, why would they be bitter if he didn't do it? He didn't it, do it. <laughs> well, it makes them look crazy stupid. Like, it would make them look bad enough if he was in there for a year. Right. But the fact that he was in there for years. 18 years, and now, the, now they have his nephew or whatever folded up into it, too. Like, listen, again, like I said last time, they're, these documentarians are showing us their point of view. Like, they have an opinion, and they're, they're showing you what it is. Right. But it's, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. It, it, 
I don't really, I care who did it or who didn't. I want the people that are innocent to, you know, go free, but it just makes me want to, if anything ever happened where I got arrested, I think I would just, even if it was for something little, I would just move. I'd be like, well, we're moving to Georgia or something. It'll <laughs> like be fine once there. you were done with it? Or, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because I'd be like, listen, if the cops think that they, that I got something over on them, we're moving I want the I want to walk out of the jail and into a moving truck and drive <laughs> away. Yeah, <laughs> but is isn't it crazy that nowadays, like maybe I think John Mulaney has a joke about how yes, it's the like, greatest. I love it. Go ahead. Yeah, like back in the old days, like if you committed a crime, all you had to do was not be around. Yeah, <laughs> like whenever don't be there. <laughs> yeah, and you'll never get caught because they don't have any forensic evidence. Uh, unless like eyewitnesses are unreliable, like it's just so much harder to get away with anything now. I don't know. Or to be uh, blamed for something because they do have so much evidence, I guess. And it seems like there's video cameras on every corner now. Like they can tap the ATMs or tap the cell phone towers and see where you are. So like, it seems like, or like they track your money, like you use your debit card, like everything is so hard. Like I can't imagine like trying to commit some heinous crime now, like rob a bank. You're not getting away with it. No, but I yeah, I told the story of the guy that I knew that robbed the bank. Oh yeah, and like, tried to like be a father figure to you. Yeah, don't do weed. Or like, oh, should I steal money from a bank from people <laughs> that earned money? Should I steal that? Uh, yeah, but I mean, you just can't, like, it just seems like you can't get away with anything, but like that case with making a murderer just seems ridiculous. Like with all the misleading evidence or I don't know, like, it just seems like everything in that case is either fabricated or exaggerated, especially with that kid. Like that is the saddest part. Because it's super sad that Steven served 18 years, got out. I don't even know how long he was out. And then now they have a murder pinned on him again, which seems like it would be super easy to pin a murder on someone who was already con wrongfully convicted, even if they were proven to be wrongfully convicted because he didn't do anything. And now they're like, I know he's a psychopath. Well, like both of them, I think they said, because at the, end, the last episode they said like how long they had spent in prison as opposed to being free. And I know Brendan, or like how long they were alive. Well, that's what it was. And like Brendan Dassey, like he spent just under like a year under half of his life in prison. And I think Stephen Avery is like, I want to say it's just about half as well. Cause he's now spent 28 years. Uh, and he's like, something yeah. I can't remember I don't remember either but yeah so how sad is that yeah it's uh it's pretty freaking nuts yeah and like I still think they should let that kid go because like the only thing they have against him is that confession where those cops were uh pressing on him and also uh feeding him the information and he just made up some wild stories that cannot be corroborated by any evidence and like you the things he said weren't even in order of the way that they put it together uh to make it sound like a crime was committed 
and I just feel super, super sad for that family because of what they've painted a picture of it to be, which they can't prove. Like, they don't know that anyone raped that girl. And P.S., there is now, I will not spoil this part, there is like, once you get to the last episode or two, there is all of a sudden a gigantic whodunit. Like, there is some stuff that they say at the end about some folks that you're like, hold the phone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. think that's where it's, we should leave it. Is like, just... I mean, it's definitely worth watching, I think, because it's interesting and sad, and it really could happen to anyone. If, like, the cops don't like you or think you're some kind of troublemaker, they could just start stirring up trouble for you, and then uh, who knows what could happen, which I'm sure that's why most people are afraid of the cops, which we've talked about several times, and I'm going to go ahead and say I'm terrified of them. That's really funny. So... Uh, it's funny because I meant to start with this and go into Alec Baldwin, but do you do you know who? What is this dude's name? Does it say it? It doesn't say his name. It just says his. Oh, William Daniels. Do you know who William Daniels is? He's an actor. No. I'll give you a hint. You would know him from the TGIF lineup as Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. <laughs> then, yeah. But I didn't know his name at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know his name either. Uh, <laughs> clearly, I was, like, looking for it. Uh, by the way, did you realize, I didn't know, but he was the voice of Kit on Knight Rider? Oh, I loved Kit. That was my favorite. I did not. I It seems, like, it makes perfect sense, because now when you think about Kit's voice, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it is Mr. Feeney. Yeah, because he has a slight, like, English accent, kind of. Uh, So... Somebody broke into his house recently, and uh, he was on Good Morning America and said this. He's like, I struggled with an intruder, took him to the ground. I beat him up, and he ran away with bruises all over him. Would you like to print that? You better not. It's a total lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, because what really happened was uh, apparently he was home with his wife, and he heard someone trying to get in to the back door, like, rattling the handle, mm-hmm. and he just turned on the lights and they ran away. <laughs> yeah, of course they did. Uh, but I just thought it was funny, because two things. One, I thought that dude was super dead. Well, like, yeah, because he seemed old. Like, that is some Nelson Mandela stuff, because I, sw- I would have bet many, many amounts of money. Many amounts of money? I would have bet a lot of money that that dude was dead. Super, super dead. And... He looks, like, very old, but still, like, you would never be like, who is that? Like, oh, that is Mr. Feeney. Oh, so he doesn't even look like himself now? No, I mean, he looks like, he looks like... Does he have a mustache? Mm-hmm. So, he, does he still have the same haircut? I try, I just, there was just a picture up of him, but it went away for some reason. I mean, does he look like an old Mr. Feeney? He looks like a 91-year-old Mr. Feeney. Okay. Like, he just looks like, <laughs> uh... He looks like he lost all the fat in his face from when he was Mr. Feeney, but all the skin stayed and is just old. So is he on meth? Old man Feeney, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's uh, he turned into he's like, Mike. He's outside. <laughs> yeah, he turned into Mike from uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Is that his name? The My- old man? Oh, yeah, Mike. The old hitman. <laughs> yes. That was such a good show. I just like that, that Feeney was like, oh, get out of here, you scamps. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that's funny that a light will scare a burglar off. Heck yeah, buddy! All of a sudden, especially now. By the way, that's the thing now. Like, I don't understand why people ever try and steal anything at any point because I feel like there's a camera everywhere all yeah, the time. Like we just said. Like, why would you? Well, and like, what is the like? Whenever I was younger, like I used to shoplift because I thought it was. Exciting. Did I, did I say that on here? I, w- I used to like ask the clerks, like whoever was ringing me up at gas stations, to like get something behind them so that I could like steal, steal lighters everything that and wa- stuff. Steal lighters, just <laughs> anything that was not nailed down in front of them, just to be like, hey, I'm stealing right in front of you. <laughs> no, no, no. But I used to do it for the thrill of it because I don't know. Like uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, let's steal these bathing suits one time. And then I just started <laughs> taking stuff. Um, but like, I would never do that now because I have way too much to lose. I can't be going to jail. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but like when you're stealing from like a big store, you don't think it's really hurting anyone, even though it makes prices go up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're like, oh, well no one really, it's not hurting someone directly. So it's okay if it's I just okay. take something once a week. <laughs> Like hundreds or thousands of dollars worth of merchandise. No big deal, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like when you're, it just seems like too much of a hassle now. Like trying to get something, like if you get arrested or if someone, like taking something away from someone that worked hard for it. Maybe they worked for weeks or maybe someone gave them something special and here you are just swooping in and taking it and you don't care about it because the stuff I took I never cared about that's the thing I always like it always I always wonder like how you reconcile or how those people reconcile with themselves that like go to like old people's houses and And, like like, swindle them out of money like yeah how could you do that dude that is that is balls like I don't know how you like have a streak of doing that i could see doing it once and then feeling so like having just be so being so riddled with guilt that you like just develop cancer you're like oh my god i'm so guilty that i gave myself brain cancer yeah (laughs) but the ones that are like yeah up and down the eastern seaboard of florida this man what does not (laughs) seem like harder than getting a job (laughs) like that just seems ridiculous because now you're on the run I, yeah, I don't know, I guess. I mean, like, the thrill of, like, taking something from a shopping mart and then hoping no one is like, hey, stop you. You there. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. that's <laughs> one thing. But, like, to take someone's life savings or their, uh, like, valuables, like, heirlooms and stuff, like, that is the worst. I, I can't. Yeah. I just can't with that. That's a little much. Yeah. Or, like, these, like, uh, Romeos or whatever that, like... <laughs> cozy up to these women that are lonely and then uh get their name on their bank account or have them float them a check <laughs> until they get their affairs in order or whatever and then uh, all of a sudden Romeo's gone <laughs> or what are they that's not what they call those guys gigolos like gigolos but they have another name like I like Romeos Casanova I think we're going to call them or... <laughs> Romeos now oh Don Juans Don Juans that's what Don they call them Juans yeah, because so, I um, have already said on this podcast a few different times that I love to watch, like, old Unsolved Mystery episodes. Sorry, I'm a little bit stuffy still. Um, 
And like that's been on there a few different times, like all these different Don Juans that like swoop into town and uh, they try to like find them. And a lot of them they did find, which is <laughs> interesting. But like it's just sad because like these women are like sad and like desperate to find someone that has common um morals and values and goals and and then they get totally dumped and <laughs> stolen from <laughs> so here they are not trusting any men and it's just not good so it again it seems like too much work like just get a job that like is if, my job. If you're good at swindling people, be a car salesman. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you can what? make some. So- By the way, I wish that I was able to talk to people <laughs> because I would definitely do that. I mean, but like that's not even a thing now because there's so many tools that you can use to like research what you should be paying for a car. So if you're getting swindled by a car salesman, that's your fault. Yeah, you <laughs> want to be swindled. Yeah, research. It's out there. Like Google Kelly Blue Book. <laughs> Find out what your car is worth <laughs> before you take it in as a trade. Find out what you're looking for is worth before you start negotiating prices on used cars and then new cars. Like, I think we are going to start. Uh, I'm going to have you, because folks at home, I've been trying to get Beth to do some some other kind of like, not necessarily a solo podcast, but something. And I think that's going to be your, uh, I no. think that's going to be your end. <laughs> car tips with Beth. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so, anyway. Vehicle volleys with Beth. Car calamities with Beth. V- no, I have enough car stuff in my life. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. Like, the information's out there. You can, like, just go on the internet before you go ever go to a dealership. And also, get your own financing. Yeah, dude. I remember years ago, whenever... I can't I don't even remember what car it was. Maybe it was the Mazda that I had back in the day. Dude, I had to pay for like two months. There was like a two month period that I that my insurance wouldn't switch. So I had to be on the like the dealer's insurance before it could get to mine. <gasps> it was ridiculous. It was like I don't know why it was so long ago. For some reason the the number twenty six percent sticks out. Like oh, wow. th- there was like a twenty six percent not interest, but like I don't know. I know it was like freaking triple what I was paying and I had to do that for two months and I was really excited about it. That's weird. I wonder why it wouldn't switch. I don't know. Hmm. It was a million years ago, so. Yeah, I don't know either. Who cares? But (laughs) yeah, usually like if you have any credit at all, like just go to a credit union and see if you can get a loan. Then they can tell you how much you can spend and then start looking for a car. That's how it works. So I wrote this down for some reason. I love looking through my Google Keep because I just write stuff down. And I just I think to myself when I write it, I'm like, I'm going to remember the context of this. And I never do. Like two fun things I wrote down that I have no context for. A jar joke. Like the door is a jar. Probably like it's not a door, it's a jar. I don't know why I would have written that down. but I, I mean, did. is that the joke? I guess. You wrote the joke. I did it. <laughs> it's not a door, it's a jar. Have you ever noticed the difference between men and women? They are stark. But I wrote this for some reason. If you're against GMO, are you against technology? 
There you have it. I mean, what do you think? I would say, yeah. Like, if you're like, I don't need altered foods. I don't need them to be pumping up my food with steroids. I'd be like, well, you need to get yourself a flip phone then or just a landline. But and, I don't think uh, that you necessarily have to be against, like, digital technology, like, to not want to eat altered food. But because... every, all food is altered. Like, there is there is no... Even the food that you get from the the vegetable stand, like, it's just not getting pumped as full of uh, pesticides, maybe, you hope, but you don't really know. You just are like, well, I, I'm I hoping yeah. that, you know, Marjorie is going to give me some, uh, some, you know, less pesticided cantaloupes. Yeah, I hope Marjorie's not lying on this sign that says... Uh, what is it they say Fresh now? Fresh picked spinach. I don't know if you pick spinach. Or grass-fed <laughs> beef or whatever else. Uh, yeah. Uh, free-range chicken. <laughs> Hope this isn't a lie. Yeah. Some kind of loophole where they don't have to put something on there, on the label. Like, to me, people that are like, if you're anti-GMO, fine. But if you're, like, any of those people that are, like, militantly anti-gmo or militantly uh what's the thing vegan any of that nonsense when you're just like this is ridiculous you're killing there's no other way to be you're a bad person if you do it any other way like all right well you need to stop just i don't know talking then (laughs) i mean i would like to eventually get to a point where we could have a big property and maybe like get some chickens and like have a garden and Maybe you hunt sometimes. Maybe we raise a cow or a pig or something. Because I don't like I don't like the idea of factory farming. Like that makes me sick. No, yeah, I agree. It's funny because I totally agree with that. Like I think factory farming is not the way to, not the way I want to sustain us. But right. it's like there's such a like it's my- really hard to disconnect from that world because we've always been in it and we don't know how to get meat that's not that way well there's like such a big barrier to entry because it's not just like oh go to the thing and buy a gun and buy some bullets and then just go shoot a deer or an elk or something like i don't know i don't know that seems like it could be dangerous if you just go out and you have no idea what you're doing you're like oh i just saw something bang i shot another hunter (laughs) yeah well and that's the other thing too i'm not I'm not down for like those weird hunts where they're just like, yeah, we just throw food on the ground over there and that's where all the deers come and we shoot them. Like, yeah, I don't like that. I feel like there should be some kind of like, uh, hunt, hunt (laughs) to the thing. Uh, but it just sucks that like in the meantime, like, hmm, we're just ingesting misery into ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. That seems so sad. And of course I don't want to be, like enabling that by continuing to purchase it, but but I mean that is the end goal for us, or I think is to be like kind of self sufficient, yeah, or at least something that's a little more like not having to cruel. go to Win Dixie and be like, oh, I'm getting yeah. this great A beef, them good ribeyes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I used to like Win Dixie a lot for meat, but now I'm just I don't know. I think maybe they're just. Going downhill, like maybe they're because they've had to close a lot of stores and it doesn't seem like they have 
the selection they once had. Still better than Publix. Yeah, they, still better, they definitely have a better meat selection than Publix. Still better than Walmart will ever be. No, I don't trust the meat from Walmart, Because it just shows up gray. <laughs> They're like, we just killed this today. Like, how is it gray already? <laughs> yeah, I don't what know. What were you feeding it? Uh, We give it McDonald's hamburgers. What? What's oh, the... geez, DJ. What? What's that just seems deal? really sad. Um. No, I don't know. Like some great value products like are okay. Like maybe like plastic cutlery or something or <laughs> I don't know. I don't really trust any of the great value foods. Yeah, it's funny to hear you say that because that is what we like. I remember when great value, they first not first came up with great the great value brands. But when they tried to like differentiate it from all the rest of them and they just their big idea was to just put it in a white box with like blue block lettering on it. Right. So it looked like it would be like macaroni and cheese brand macaroni and cheese today yeah. from great value. So like I remember like when we were still living in the apartment mm. having like a, a freaking gigantic cart full all the way to the top with just white boxes with yeah, blue great. lettering on well, them. Well, <laughs> yeah, cause we were like super poor. We were like trying to, we didn't, like I didn't cook that much when I lived with my parents. So we were trying to figure out how to survive. <laughs> but um, and I'm not afraid to buy store brand stuff like Winn-Dixie or Publix. Like, I love shopping at Publix. But it's Great Value seems like they mix all of their food with sawdust. <laughs> yeah, or like Roadkill. <laughs> like, <laughs> roadkill would be fine. That would be more protein no, than the sawdust. <laughs> no, I'd rather have sawdust. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just don't really, like some random things, I'll be like, oh, this looks okay. <laughs> but, like, I, I would never be like, oh, Great Value Chicken. Because I just can't. Uh, what did we get a long time ago? That Gwaltney hot oh, dog? Gwaltney. Whoa. That was... And I think we got some hamburgers, too. I remember still to this day buying those hot dogs because I was like, there's no way. Like, there's a standard. And wow, there is not. Because we <laughs> got those hot dogs. And I think we ate, like, I think I ate one, maybe two of them. And I was like... Hey, I'm not gonna eat these. So, yeah. do you think you're gonna eat them? Because if not, I'm throwing these bad boys away. I think the hamburgers too were just like grease patties, like they like cooked down, but they were like tiny and they were like super greasy. I, and I yeah. think we got sick off of them because so I'm not a big hot dog fan. Like I like maybe like Hebrew National beef hot dogs. <laughs> I wish I could remember where I heard it from, but somebody was talking about they're like. They're like, uh, yeah, one of my favorite lunch meats is bologna. And somebody no. else was like, oh, you mean flat hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's legit. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life, flat hot dogs. <laughs> no, I don't eat that either, bologna. And like so, some people eat like raw hot dogs. Uh, yeah, some people name DJ. No. Love it. No. And I like I don't like boiled hot dogs. Or microwaved ones. No, thanks. Like, I like them either grilled or, like, broiled. <laughs> and they have to be almost, like, crispy on the outside. I don't like... Listen, the, all you should take away from this whole little uh, bust on Walmart segment is whatever you do, if you're going to buy something from Walmart and you have to go cheap on it, go great value. Never go Gwaltney, ever. On yeah. anything. I mean, I would say never go great value either, but 
if you have to choose between Gwaltney and Great Value, he's right. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is every time we go to Walmart, like that's part of the reason why I don't like going there. Like you would think it was because when I worked there, they screwed me over. No, it's because when I go there, I'm like, I always think I'm like, is there going to be a time when we are only going to have like a hundred dollars to spend for like the month of food? And we have to get like, cause I remember getting like those big gigantic packs of like ramen noodles mm. and cheese and being like, well, We've got dinner <laughs> for like a month. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Uh, dude, it freaks me out. Every time we go there, I look over at the food section and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that's right over your shoulder. Like I've looking seen at a you. ghost. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I hope not. But like, even if we did, I think we could find something better than that to eat. I will say. Because they every- always have like BOGO stuff at Publix. Every time someone new gets hired at work, even if they're not in my uh, section is the wrong word, my department, I guess you would say, yeah. uh, I am still like, man, I can't believe I lost all this weight and I'm going to gain it all back because we're going to be eating ramen noodles again. <laughs> oh, because you think they're there to replace you? I always am. <laughs> like, I always am like, hey, man, I will immediately, if I don't care who's getting hired where, I will always go to my boss and be like, we're good, right? <laughs> yeah you and me are good uh is there anything i need to do better because please don't fire me (laughs) yeah well like um with my job uh if i'm like taking a vacation or something they'll send someone to cover my position while i'm out Mm -hmm. and like it seems like if it's not the person i already know like it'll be some random new person and we always get into like an arm wrestling thing about like you need to do it this way yeah well no (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, them being like, well, no, I know. Here and, and I was just responding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's not how we're doing it Shut here. Shut your face. <laughs> but like, I've been doing my job for a really long time. So it's just really funny when that happens. Cause I'm like, no, <laughs> what if, cause I didn't. don't mean to do that with them, but it just seems like it always happens. And I don't know if it's me like being aggressive or just someone coming into my uh, domain and me being just like, no, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, I want to apologize for if I'm repeating myself from like earlier, earlier episodes, but like I, what is it? I am the, like, if I had to work with me, if I had to be the new guy and come in Mm. and DJ now was the one that I had to deal with, I would probably punch me in the face because I am like, I don't, I don't set out to be, but I am like such a like, Hey man, if you don't do exactly what I say, me and you are gonna fight, or I'm gonna just fire you. Even though I don't have that, <laughs> even though I don't have that power, I will send you home for the day. Yeah, I do have that power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you do, but you have ex- exercised it. <laughs> well, at the time, like before, well, maybe you do now. I, I do. I I don't think I could fire anyone, but I could be <laughs> like, I'm done with you for today. Get a ride, go home. I'm not even taking you back to the shop. Get out of here. Jeez. Uh. But no, whenever I was like very new there still, uh, this guy came to work with us and he, I don't even remember why he pissed me off, but I was like, we were supposed to be getting work done, I guess. And we wasn't getting done the way I thought. And this was also the same guy that like would show up either like having just taken his last drink before he walked in the door or just so freaking boozed up from the night before that he just reeked of alcohol. And, uh, 
Yeah, there was one day that I was like, you're out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see your face again. That's hilarious. And uh, <laughs> I definitely saw his face again. Worked with him the next day. But did he go home? <laughs> he did. Oh, well, they told me that he was going to get sent home, but he really just got sent to another job. And I remember <laughs> my boss calling me in and be like, look, man, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did find out later, like years later, that uh, my boss and my supervisor were like, can you believe you did that? That was amazing. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, I never thought he would ever do anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could <laughs> never work with you in any other capacity beyond this. Because, like, even we're, when we're, like, doing stuff at home... Like, um, this year wasn't so bad, but, like, the last <laughs> couple of years, like, helping me build my Halloween costume, I thought we were done, so. <laughs> By the way, I just want all you listeners at home, she said that right, when we were building the costume. <laughs> because there was no, like, hey, let's just buy, like, a fun, crazy shirt and, like, put a mask and a wig on and uh, do some, like, fun makeup. No, there was, uh, what, the first year, it was, hey, we're gonna build a minion out of, like, I don't know, thoughts and prayers like <laughs> <laughs> what was we made it out of like what is it like contact paper contact paper like a, one of those big like uh, what it's something what bored some yeah we'll just say it's something bored it, that's like what well, wasn't contact paper it was like it's i don't know you get it at like the dollar store and it's like big sheets of paper uh, I can't think of what it's called. I can't think. But I feel we like, like it's an easy name, too. But anyway, yeah, there was like a paper mache head that was rounded off and was supposed to be the head, like I just said. The and then top. you had to like connect the paper to the to the paper mache. Yeah, like... you had to like round it off to make it look like mine was kind of wide. Uh, it looked like a like a birdie from like badminton. <laughs> like it was shaped like that. We need to get, by the way, I'm going to try and find some pictures of you, the two costumes, I say in air quotes, that we had to build, the Minions one, and then the freaking... Yeah, the next year, then we made a fortune teller booth. Oh my God. That was so awesome, though. That That one I won first place on. That was a nightmare. But, like, DJ had to build up this, like, box, and then I ordered some contact paper that looked like wood grain, and he had to, like, put it all over And I was like, no, I wanted it to look like this. That was the thing, is you're like, well, why can't we make it look like this? What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, this year it was a lot easier. Like, It just seemed way, like it came together. By the way, it, it was better this year because it was more like, I liked the more like, you know, the, how would I say it? Like the, just the hint of like being artful in it because like that shrunken head, whenever I got it. Like, I just randomly found it at Goodwill uh, looking for, like, shrunken heads. And uh, there was only two of them. And, I, all, by the way, I did almost buy both of them. But I was like, nah, this will work. Thank God it worked. <laughs> but it was, like, bluish green. And I had to paint it to look more just like an old, you know, dirt head. Yeah. Uh, and really, I mean, it was just really easy to make that. So much easier than I, building a fortune teller booth. I almost <laughs> want to like welcome in the next year's uh, costume, but no, we're not celebrating. 
I'm, yes, I'm going to make it my goal to go to Washington, D.C. and speak with our uh, lovely president and be like, listen, man, I need you to make costumes illegal. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need nope. you to make all Halloween costumes illegal and <laughs> Halloween illegal and no more candy for anybody. No, because <laughs> it is a lot of fun like doing it. And like I think we came up with the idea for that costume like me and a couple other people were like, yeah, Beetlejuice. Uh, we came up with that in like July. And of course, we waited until October and then the last week of October to be like, yeah, man, totally doing it. And, I found, I brought it. Okay. Because like years ago, I got you the... Uh, the Beetlejuice movie. The Beetlejuice movie on DVD. And they had like, I thought it was a hard copy. The way it looked on Amazon was like a hard copy, but the... I just was the book that they get when they die in the movie. It's called the original handbook for the recently deceased. And, uh, yeah, on Amazon, it looked like it was like the cool, whatever movie prop looking thing, but it's just a soft, a soft back movie, movie, soft uh, cover yeah. book. That's a paperback. Is, um, there it is. Yeah. It's a paperback. I don't know why I had to say that. So weird. Cause you're a weirdo, but, it's a real book. Like, you can actually read it. Like, let's just flip to a page. Let's read an excerpt. Good God, this is all. Uh, okay. If during your life you tamed a demi-urge, you may have it available to use as a scout now. It can put its little nose to the ground and ear to the wind and tell you which way the next to the next rebirth station. That was half of one paragraph. Tell me what I just said. I have no idea. <laughs> I've never skipped a Demi Urge in my life. Yeah, not one day in my life. I don't even know if that's what you said. Um, but like, I like movie props and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool when you gave me that. And also, um, from Back to the Future, you got me that, um, like the sports almanac. Oh, yeah. From Back to the Future 2. That, I thought, was also going to be a freaking movie prop that, like, had stuff in like it. Like, sports stats in it. It was a straight-up notebook. Yeah, that was actually a prop. Like, it has the outside cover on it. And I don't... Like, if you take the cover off, I don't know if there's... I think the cover is just, like, stapled on there as well. Like, oh, okay. But still, I think it's really cool because that's least one given of my a... favorite movies. They could have at least given us a copy of Ooh La La underneath Ooh La La. <laughs> Ooh La La. <laughs> I think he stole his wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Biff, you get your damn hands off her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> McFly. Yeah. What a great movie. <laughs> I love all those movies. Except for the last one. The last one? Yeah, the Old West one. When you didn't like that one? I did, but I didn't like that it was over. Oh. Because I, I liked like, it so much. And I was like, no, Doc. Don't follow your heart. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that that Back to the Future 2 and 3 were basically Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2? Like, that was supposed to be one movie. And oh, they were yeah. like, okay, well, this is where this Volume uh, 2 ends, and we'll just roll straight into Volume 3. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So much good stuff in that, all of those. But, like, I really didn't like that actress that plays his love interest in the movie. Yeah, man. I don't remember. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, 
Like, I didn't like her a long time in real life. because Not in real life, but in other movies. I was like, she ruined it. Uh, There's no more adventures because of her. She, yeah. She got pregnant. She tied him down. Old Emmett Smith, or Emmett Brown. Mm-hmm. Emmett Smith. Oh, he's the, he's the football Football man. player, yeah. <laughs> but, like, they could have made more movies with their family because they built a time-traveling train. <laughs> but yeah. they didn't. Nah, no, what were their kids' names? Jules and Vern. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, I don't know. I'm a little bit bitter about it. <laughs> Still. But. Man, I sorry. I'm, like, trying to look at all the stuff that I saved this week, and it's all just, like, death and destruction. Because I have also, uh, I mentioned it to you, but you heard that Whitey Bulger was killed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In prison during a. Like, uh, transfer. what was that movie that Johnny Depp was in that he played him? It was, it was... It was like Monster or... It was or... like the Bulge Man. The Bulge but, Man But, like, he looked Bulger. really crazy because he had, like, blue contacts and, like, uh, white hair that was, like, um, he had, like, bald, a bald spot in the middle and a comb over. Oh, you okay there? <laughs> yeah, I just had a yawn and burp at the same it time, and I didn't like want to do it on the... I was panicking, and I was like, look, I'm over. <laughs> it sounded like you were breaking up about it. You're like, oh, is it? <laughs> I was so sad about that. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. How do you spell Johnny Depp? Uh, D-E-P-P. Oh, yeah, I guess I could just put Depp. Oh, it is J-O-H-N. I don't know why I thought it was J-O-N-N-Y. I don't know why either. That was a great story I just told. I'm going to go ahead and give myself the Pulitzer for that. You should. Is that what they give out Pulitzers for? Is for telling stories or writing them? No idea. This is Probably writing good. them. What? So. He was Sherlock Gnomes in. or Sher, Yeah, Sherlock Gnome in the movie. Sherlock Gnome. Or hmm. Gnomes, whatever. Yeah, I always like stories with Sherlock Holmes like I really liked the first one with Robert Downey Jr but the second one I felt like that was a disappointment it was called Black Mass by the way Black Mass yeah by the way I feel like we talked about this before so I'll just mention it quickly there was a Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal the movie uh, in 2016 it was a TV movie Mm. Johnny Depp played Donald Trump that's bizarre yeah by the way that kind of thing seems more up his alley than uh, being a stupid pirate or a... I love him as Jack Sparrow. Loved. You're saying it wrong. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I still love Jack Sparrow. Or a, uh, what is it, a secret a secret bad wizard in Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Where are they? Are oh, they yeah. Are they under or um, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I want to watch that movie again because I remember it being bad, but I feel like now it would be a fun bad movie. Well, I don't to think watch. it was bad, but I just thought he was weird because like Gene Wilder did such a great job. So anyone doing it, I don't think is ever going to live up to what he did. Remaking a Gene Wilder movie is like remaking a Queen song. Like, what Agreed. are you doing? That- it's already been done as good as it can be done. Yeah, there's no notes that you're going to hit yeah. <laughs> that Freddie hasn't already hit. Uh, yeah, or if you do, you're not supposed to, or he would have done it. It's funny because the only person that I could imagine that could possibly add something to Willy Wonka is Jim Carrey. And I don't think Jim Carrey would ever do it. 
Like, yeah. I don't think he would ever be like, yeah, well, I would love to remake, uh, what was that Gene movie Wilder. called? See No Evil. What was that movie called? Yes. Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Something like that. The one with him and Richard Pryor. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. God almighty. Like, that was a freaking comedy duo <laughs> if there ever was one. Like, their movies are so funny. Like, all of them. Like, uh, yeah. Silver Streak. Yeah, are there any comedy duos anymore? I feel like they tried to do it with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan in that cop mm. movie. Cop out. Well, I don't know. Like, there used to be, like, David Spade and Chris Farley. No, but, like, now, like, even in the past, like, ten years, is there any, like... I guess, what you about know what? The Rock I was and just going to say. Hart. <laughs> That's all we got, really. I wonder if there's really only, like, one team per... Like generation, and that's just ours right now. Maybe that's fine. I mean, they're pretty good. <laughs> I like The Rock more than I like Kevin Hart, but I do like them together. Yeah. Um. What about like we watched Adam Sandler's new comedy special on Netflix this weekend? Yeah. Spoiler and... alert. That was going to be my recommendation. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh my god. Well, we waited to talk about it so we could like discuss it on here, and um. Well, depending on how long we talk about it, this could just be the recommendation uh, portion of the show because I could talk a lot about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Listen, I've I've done a bad thing. I should just talk about it. Oh, my God. Why don't we just talk about it? Beth, I... What? I mean, what did you... Uh, clearly, if you're recommending it, you thought it was good. Dude, that was... That... They called... He called it 100% fresh. And I'm not going to lie, at least, I would say maybe the first like five to ten minutes, I was not sold. I was like, what is this? What is going on here? Yeah, because you're not sure if you can pull it off. But like I do not, by the way, say anything about the end. I just no, I say won't. That now. But, but like I like what I thought about it was that it's like he made like uh, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and then like was sleeping in a cave for a few years, and then just awakened and was, was still that same comedian that he was then. Like, like he put out an android that looked like him, and that guy went out and did stuff and made movies and TV. Or I guess he didn't do TV shows, but made movies, did the Netflix thing, and then was like, "Okay, I've made enough," and <laughs> yeah. woke him up, and Adam was like, "I got it." I've been in this cave, not asleep, not hibernating, honing my craft. Yeah, because it seems like, well, and he's lost weight, so he even looks like an older version of himself when he was young, but like himself then still. I will say, I I say, you know, uh, and may, maybe I'm just too cynical, so maybe you will uh, not take five to ten minutes, but it took me five to ten minutes to stop being that cynical, like, what is he doing? This seems funny, but I'm not getting tricked. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting tricked by this to buy the, you know, by the time you're 20 minutes in, like, there are some genuine, like, just scream laughs that you have. Yep. Like, <laughs> he does he does a bunch of songs that are really good. Well, and the songs, like, remind you, like, if you were a fan of his when you were younger, like, I remember being, like, 16 or 17 whenever he, like, came out with that they're all gonna laugh at you yeah that album or whatever and we used to listen to that all the time it's like he updated it and made like because i don't know i'm afraid to listen to that they're all gonna laugh at you because i feel like it would be really dated yeah but, like, yeah but that, still funny 
this seems like it's because he sings, it makes it seem like a weirdly like genuine comedy album that he would have done that was like a good not sequel. What's the like just the next I almost chapter, said chapter but that's wrong too. Next installment. The next I, I don't know. It was just it was so good. Yeah, like if you were still releasing comedy albums like that song wise, like I, the last time I even heard of someone doing that was like Jimmy Fallon when he like made that one video. Oh Um, yeah, what was that song? Was that uh, the one about the bad boyfriend or whatever? Yeah, it's like we can watch something like The Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's not home. Oh, it's like Idiot Boyfriend. Yeah, that's an idiot. And I'm, I'm your boyfriend, boyfriend. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's the last time I remember someone doing that, um, which they probably have, and I just don't know it. It's probably not on my radar. But and honestly, it makes me feel bad that I like kind of had written him off because I was like, eh, he's just doing these, doing this to just, he's just ca- basically. I thought he was just cashing in on his name. Right. He'd be like, eh, everyone knows who I am, Adam Sandler, so they'll just, uh, you know, they'll film any any kind of poop that I <laughs> poop onto the ground. Yeah. Uh, and I know, he, I was a little bit nervous to watch it, but, like, I would watch it again, probably. Dude, I would totally watch it again, and like I said earlier, I, will, we, I don't want to spoil the end, but I will say, you will go through the full gamut of emotion when you watch this. Like, you don't know this. But by the end, I would say the last 10 minutes of that, I was crying. Really? Like, tears streaming down my face crying. Uh, Like, genuinely, like, oh, my God. Uh, well, someone told me, like, what was going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah, so I didn't get the surprise ending, I was which I hate. Shocked. <laughs> but, like, if uh, I had gotten it, I probably would have been, too, because clearly... Like just, listen, once you've faith. finally watched it, just get at me and I will talk to you all about it and be like, Can you believe it? It was just oh my god. It was so good. Yeah. It was really, really good. Cause like like we just said, like we didn't realize he still had that kind of Yeah, had <laughs> that kind of talent uh on hot standby, but he clearly does. And it was kind of a magical show too. It was okay. The my my the thing I liked about it the most is it showed like he started the special starts, I'm pretty sure, in the comedy cellar, or not the the comic strip, and uh, it ends with like I would what I what seems to be like one of his first recorded sets in the comic strip. Oh, okay. And like you see throughout the whole special that like he's doing it in a bunch of different venues, and I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but you kind of see as the special goes on, like he's it shows him doing it in different clubs. Like, it goes from club to club to club to club to, like, then they start sprinkling in, like, some of the theaters that he's done, that he did, mm-hmm. and then it ends with him in the theater, and uh, it was, I, I don't know, to me, it just seemed like it was like showing it. his progression in more than one way, right. you know what I mean? So, it was just, oh my god. Yeah, it was really good. Um, In keeping with that same vein, like, we'll move on from that show, but... Uh, one of the songs that they sang, like someone said that, um, he ripped it off of someone else. <laughs> Lunch Lady Land. <laughs> no, like it was. I think it was like that rap song or whatever. Um, it's what is it? 
uh, phone wallet keys. Phone wallet keys. Yeah. Oh my god. They said that somebody else like released a song that sounds kind of like that. Uh, but they said. Turns like, out they recorded that after they went to an Adam Sandler show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said that they released it in like 2015, 2015. And uh, like the person that uh, wrote the song or whatever is like, well, maybe they were inspired by it or whatever. But they're saying that they probably won't be able to take any kind of legal action because he wrote it as a parody. Yeah. So even if it is real. Um, and I would say that like... Okay, to say about his songs anyway, and I would say his jokes too, like, because people used to say it about Louis C.K., like, oh, he talks about stuff that happens to all of us, like, it's so relatable. Mm -hmm. Like, I think part of what makes Adam Sandler good, or, you know, Louis C.K., really any comedian that can talk about something mundane and it be funny is like, you know, I think bitter people will say like, well, I could, I could say that. Like, oh, yeah, but you didn't say that. Right. Like, I, I saw that Phone Wallet Keys song, and I was like, I totally could have done that. Right. But I didn't do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's anyone can say, oh, I could have done something like that. Well, you're a loser, and you didn't. So, I don't know what to <laughs> yeah, tell you. Yeah, why didn't you do it before he did? If you could have, why didn't you? <laughs> well, I did, but <laughs> he was already on TV saying it. <laughs> Now, if I ever meet, uh, you know, Joe Rogan or another famous podcaster, I can be like, man, I can do that. And they'll be like, we'll have you. I'm like, yeah, actually. Actually. Here's my, take my card. <laughs> um, Could you imagine, P.S., if we had a card, a business card that just was like, I don't know, what would it say? Would it just say, like, the untrained eye? It's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Check us out on the internet yeah ever been there question mark ever heard of it <laughs> yeah ever heard of the internet moron <laughs> so um what is it it's almost time to count the votes for this election or whatever i mean on when you guys hear this election day will be tomorrow oh, okay so we'll be releasing on the 5th mm-hmm. and the election day is No, the- I'm sorry. It'll be on it we are going to do it on Super Tuesday the 6th. It is. Oh man, we're calling this the Super Super Deluxe Election Extravaganza Special. Yeah. No, 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 no. It the will special be. extravaganza. Anyway, why did I think it was going to be the day before? Probably cuz I'm dumb. Hey, I voted. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a black person running for governor here in Florida, Andrew Gillum, and he received robocalls that were racist. I read about this. Go ahead. And now there's uh, a second black candidate that's from Georgia that's also been receiving those. Um, what is her name? Stacey Abrams. And like on this one, it says the pre-recorded phone message features a voice impersonating Oprah Winfrey, uh, who was in Georgia on Thursday, um, stumping for Abrams and contains racist and anti-Semitic rhetoric. Like why? Like what is that doing besides like stirring up anger and like? What's more crazy to me is that like someone records that message and they put it in their robocall machine. I don't know how that works, and then they. 
send it out into the world, and they just fold their arms, and they're like, yep, I did it. Finally, I'm doing my part. Yeah, it says the group behind the robocall is The Road to Power, a white supremacist and anti-Semitic video podcast hosted by Scott Rhodes of Idaho. So, I don't know. Like, I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. Because if you're not a racist and you get that call, that's not going to make you become racist and then go... I never got one of those calls, so you never know. Well, that Maybe would be... if somebody calls me and starts saying, you know, racist things, I might be like, you know what? I never looked at it that way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I am racist. I just, I don't know. I just hate it. So. Speaking of hating stuff, the internet is like, hey, man, have you ever hated me before? How about that? In a different note, like, today we were with our nephews, and, like, we took them to Taco Bell, and my sister was there, and, uh, like, in Taco Bell, they were just playing some random, like, 90s music. What was the song? Um, oh, was it that, uh, God dang it. I keep, Now I can't get, if you want come baby. No, it was a dance song. And now I, it's even further out of my brain since you <laughs> saying that. Was it? No, uh, stop uh, making uh, noises, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> was it Sandstorm? I don't know. But the song made me think of um, that movie. We talked about uh, John Ritter a few different times, mm. but did you ever see the movie Stay Tuned? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like where um, he gets some random, like get, orders cable or something fr- from this they get the, devil like salesman or whatever. They get the remote from remote, the Adam Sandler movie, remote. Yeah, click. <laughs> click. There it is. Um, but like he like turns the satellite dish or something and then he like ends up being in the movie do you remember that i remember i vaguely or not in the movie in like tv shows uh-huh. and they like change the channel and like on one he's like in a cartoon and then one like there's like a music video and he's wearing like a purple like uh rain jacket no he's wearing like no it's like a purple suit but he has like a purple uh, what are they called? Mascot head? No, it's like a ha- a hair piece or whatever. A wig? No, it's not hair, but it's like like um people wear them in like a merkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a turban. That's what it is. It's okay. like a purple turban. Okay. And he's like trying to like stay in the background <laughs> and like dance. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That song reminded me of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that movie. That's hilarious. I would love to see that. Do you remember what song it was? I, in the, I think in the movie, it was a Heavy D and the Boy song. Maybe. Maybe. I might Google it. HD and the Bees. Yep. Yeah. Um, But, like, I remember that. And I was, because I saw that a lot of times because I loved it so much. But Man, um, I really am going to throw our internet into the ocean. Why? Because I've been trying to uh, bring these two freaking articles up forever. And it's like, you know what? I don't think you need to talk about Pete Davidson making fun oh, of somebody. Oh, no. It was salt and pepper. It was start me up. Did we all hear that? We did. Did you just get a text? Yeah. 
By the way, okay, dear everyone who texts me 8,000 times a day, that's what it sounds like, even when my phone's on silent. This has been a special me- special message a special to message. a special methyl <laughs> to all the pethels. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I really want to watch that movie. Again, like, I wish they would put it on one of the platforms that we have access to, like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. It, it probably is on Amazon. But you, so probably, you probably have, have to, to it, buy yeah. it or rent it, yeah. Um, but I think the bad guy in that movie was that creepo guy that was on Ferris Bueller. Yes. Well, I don't can't remember his name, but yeah, the principal on Ferris Bueller was like, hey, man. And he was also the dad on Beetlejuice, right? Yes. Pedophile. That's who yeah. that guy is. Creep. Uh, so quickly, I'll just tell you, there's this guy, Dan Crenshaw. He's running for, let's see, for Congress. He's a Republican running for Congress. And usually we would have watched it by now, but we haven't watched Saturday Night Live yet. And uh, I guess... Oh, this week? Yeah, during Weekend Update, Pete Davidson uh, was making fun of different Republicans that were running for different... Uh, offices, including Rick Scott, he was making fun of, mm-hmm. which, I mean, look at the man. How could you not? Uh, but this dude, Crenshaw, uh, he's like a, a war veteran, and he oh, no. has lost an eye Whoopsie and an IED attack, and, and he wears... So Pete Davidson was making fun of him? He wears an eye patch that makes him look like a modern-day pirate. Cool. And, uh, Is he a Republican? Uh, yes, yes. It says, Texas Republican running for Congress who lost an eye while serving in the U.S. military. Um, <laughs> I guess Pete Davidson said, you may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know he lost his eye in a war or whatever. Uh, which, I'm sorry. Like, I, I there is a follow-up to this because the initial... Our article that I read was, you know, uh, Pete Davidson getting, you know, called out and people say he should apologize and whatever. And like, I, listen, I know at least one veteran. So, you know, call me up one vet I know and set me straight if I'm wrong about this. But I would imagine that telling Pete Davidson he can't make fun of a vet is maybe one of the dumbest things that you could tell a person because it's a veteran, I can't imagine that a vet would be like, yeah, I went over there and fought and lost one of my eyes to keep you silent, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how dare you? That's why you? I did it. Because I didn't want you to be able to speak your mind. How? Da- and it, by the way, not that this, this guy is not like a private citizen now. He's running for Congress. People say, I don't think people mock eyeballs unless they're Donald Trump, but like... You're going to be, people are going to try and take you down, whether you're a vet or not. Look at what Donald Trump said about John McCain. I'm right. pretty sure that was way worse than, I guess you were in a war or whatever. Like, yeah. Why is this like the, I, I don't know. I don't, oh, of course, this is a Fox News Story. report. They're like, we got a, we finally got one on the other side. Uh, but I guess he tweeted that the guy, Dan Crenshaw, do, 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 do. Uh, good rule in life. I try hard not to offend. I try harder not to be offended. That being said, 
I hope uh, at NBC SNL recognizes that vets don't deserve to see their wounds used as punchlines for bad jokes. That's what the guy said. Uh, yeah. Which I think is like a, a nice little like, okay, well, I'm not offended on a personal level, but like, yeah, it's what kind are you of doing? not cool. It's in, I agree it's in bad taste, but like, yeah. I know the one vet that I know, like... Would probably laugh at that joke. If or... I made that joke to him, if he had one eye and I made that joke to him, he would laugh. Now, yeah, if I didn't know him... that's a little him, different than doing it on, like, a television show. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, which, you know, that's fine. I think... I don't know. But, I mean, <laughs> what... Like, is there some anything that is off limits or, like, comedy... Like, in comedy... Like, are, is there supposed to be a limit? Uh, only if you're on network television. <clears throat> or only if you're working for, basically if you're working for someone. Like, that's why Roseanne is no more. It's because right. she was working for, if she was just on stage saying the things that she was saying, no people would still care, maybe. But they wouldn't be like calling, oh, you can't let her go in your comedy clubs anymore. Like, oh, really? Is what she said worse than what Louis C.K. did? Should we not let her do her job, or should we not let him do his job? Should it should we not let him do his job? No, like, I don't think so. We shouldn't let him do his job anymore, Louis C.K. No, I don't think that we shouldn't. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because uh, just... I mean, I think people should be forgiven. Um, again, like uh, one of the things that was on the ballot or whatever is restoring felons' rights to vote in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't they vote? I'm sure there's a compelling argument that people smarter than us are going to be like, you idiots, you didn't <laughs> vote to let them vote, did you? Yeah, they're voting for some kind of crime syndicate. <laughs> I will not divulge anything you voted for, Beth, but I did vote to let felons vote again. Yeah. I yes. Mean... I. By the way, just to let all of you know that I am a man of conviction, I did not vote for Bill Nelson. <laughs> Screw you, Bill Nelson. You went to space. Go to hell, Bill Nelson. I don't care. I'm sorry. I I voted, quote unquote, the right way on other stuff, but sorry, man. Had to give it to Rick Scott on that one, home slice. Yeah, but I canceled his vote. Yeah, totally <laughs> did. For Bill Nelson. Listen, I wasn't going to call you out either way, but that's fine. I mean, I had to say it um, because, like, I'm not. Like, By the way, you voted with Dave Batista. He posted a, uh, a picture of his ballot uh, that he voted for. Uh, well, like, I wouldn't say that I'm a Democrat or a Republican. We're both independents, but... You're like, a Dubblican. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I think there needs to be a balance. Like, I don't think either party should control everything. And at, but right now they do, and I don't, I don't like that. So... There's nothing... There's everything and nothing to like right now, it feels like. Yes, so I want to be in one of those boring times. Like when was one of the when was a time when it was born? Like the like presidency two years ago was boring. Yeah, <laughs> just like Meh. I mean, things are happening. Who cares? Um, I don't know. Like it just seems like I saw something. Maybe it was on Twitter. I don't know, but people said that in the worst times, people are inspired to do better. So maybe that's what this is. That is a very good sentiment. And I kind of feel like that is what 
people want out of this yeah. whole thing, all of it, not just the presidency, but everything that's going on politically right now. So I actually agree with that sentiment very much, and I do hope that that is Me what too. continues and is not just like a, a just. I hope it becomes more than just a sentiment and is it becomes an action. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, when I think of America or, like, the American spirit, I don't think of people just being at each Swindling other's grandmas. throats. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it just seems like we always try to do the right thing and help people and that are in need or, uh, I don't know, like, I when I think of being an American, I don't think of uh, every man for himself. <laughs> I think on a local level, we are like that. Uh, I think once you start getting us into too big of a group, that's when it starts getting a little blurry. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, that's what I just said is maybe the most broad thing you could say about anything because you could apply that to anything ever, what I just said. So there you go. I yeah. came up with a normal platitude that everybody can figure out themselves. But you didn't. So I did. That makes me on the same level as Adam Sandler because you could have done it, but I did. That's true. <laughs> but anyway. That's what this episode will be called now. I'm Adam Sandler. Or <laughs> you could have done it, but I did. You could have done it, but you didn't. Look what Loser. I did. Loser. <laughs> Look at me now. Hey. <laughs> Look at me now. Yo. <laughs> anyway. So do you want to give your recommendation? Because I, unless you have something else to talk about, I'm I'm out. So No. No. Why'd you give me the same eyes that you had on your uh, on your shrunken head? <laughs> <laughs> like bug eyes? Yeah, your eyes just fell out of your own head. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't really have anything to recommend other than, like, what we were talking about during so the show. Like, continue on. Well, I'd say if you're going to ingest media, do it uh, via Netflix and watch Adam Sandler. Right. But our recommendation is is if you're listening to this instead of voting, get out of your face. Yeah. And like if you don't want to go to the polls, sign up for mail in ballot. That's what we did. Like we did it at our home and we mailed it. We didn't go anywhere. It came to us. Like maybe not this time, but maybe next time do that. <laughs> it's just funny because when we finally did sit down to do it, we kept putting it off, putting it off, and then we just sat down. Like you were on the couch, I was at the coffee table and we just talk through everyone and just by the way that was the i would say do mail-in ballots only because we were able to sit down with each other and talk about uh each candidate each uh amendment amendment that was coming up and then anything that we were like what we just googled it yeah exactly so like if you go to the polls you don't have that opportunity i don't know like are you allowed to bring your phone in and like get it out and no, but I think you can get a sample ballot. Oh, to like research it beforehand. Yeah, and then just bring that with you and just fill out what you already filled out. But I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I know nothing. I didn't even know that you had to register to vote. So there you go. Well, he didn't know it when I didn't it, know- when we did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. I didn't know you had to register before the first time I went to try and vote. I was like, what do you mean I can't just vote? Uh, so do that. Yeah, but it's just crazy. Like, I can't wait for all these mailers to stop coming because, like, it's just that's all the mail we get like 10 or 15 flyers a day 
Like, vote for number two. Don't vote for number two. Uh, what is his name? Vern Buchanan sucks. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, I love him. I always have. I always will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, by the way, anyone who wants to run for anything uh, next time around and you want to, like, save on your flyer budget, just pay me, like, ten or $20,000 a month because I'm sure it would be cheaper to do that, and I'll just get a bicycle and just ride around neighborhoods and just say your be name the town crier yeah i'll like go and buy a van goldie wilson style and be like vote for beth for county commissioner beth for county commissioner i'll i like the sound of that <laughs> uh so my services are available i will buy a brand new van with a giant megaphone on top with mm -hmm. your face on the side oh like that girl said you might have Mm -hmm. A van with blacked out windows. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, I finally will a have that van. blacked out window creep van. Uh, remember, ten to twenty thousand dollars a month. Ten yeah, is like you it. have to provide the van. Twenty is I'll get my own. Anyway, uh, so yeah, don't forget to check out uh, what is it at Thieves Can at Thieves Can. Boy, you guys are gonna appreciate the fact that I don't edit this podcast in any way. At Yes Thieves Can on Twitter. That's one of our sponsors. YesThievesCan.com. That's their website. At Because She Brews Better on Instagram, you will be able to get some, boy, you'll be able to get some coffee with some syrup in it that has different flavors. And I'm definitely prepared to tell you what the address is. Oh, for the uh, car show? Yep. You. I know it's November 10th. I know it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and my starred emails are being pulled up as we speak yeah. so that I can tell you that it's at Bay Life Church at 1017 Kingsway Road, Brandon, Florida. I don't know the zip code. But, uh, yeah, go check that out. Yeah. See us, maybe. If you're lucky, you'll see us. We're going to swoop through there, grab a coffee, and leave like shadows in the night. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend the coffee. Like, it seems like it would be fun to see the cars, but like I've been using the syrups, um, like she gave us a vanilla bean and a caramel and I've been using that every morning. Like, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get coffee because it's so good. I'm not going to lie. I may or may not be dumping some of the caramel just directly into my mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought one of those bottles was a little bit lower because I've been like rationing them out, like going back and forth between them. I'm like, hmm. This looks different. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So check those out. You can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Untrained iPod. Uh, send us an email, untrainedipod at gmail.com. I'm sure there's other ways to get a hold of us. What, Twitter and Instagram? Yep. That's the at Untrained iPod. E-Y-E-P-O-D. I haven't said that in a long time. I said I always would, and I didn't. But Yeah, we have is. a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, we have a Facebook page. You know, it's there for you Yeah, if you want it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, talk to us, tweet at us, All the Instagram fun us. IG, as the kids call it. We IG each I other. I love the gram. I love the gram. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the song I came up with and told you to sing. <laughs> no, it is <laughs> Uh, Beth, thank you for joining me. 
once again this week with the white man's next week i'll have another guest on who knows it'll be me it'll be you yep beth i love i mean there could be a guest but i'll still be here too there's never gonna be a guest (laughs) there might be a guest you know what there will be a guest one day but i feel like we have uh further to go before we are ready for a guest to allow a third party to come in, weigh in on us. Well, because here's the thing. Like, if it's someone that we just know, like, I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be fun to, like, interview someone, maybe. Like, we'd have to do a little bit more prepping than Would just... you want to try and interview someone that we didn't know? Like, just someone random? Like, hey, I found this independent uh, kite maker. He I makes, mean, he makes surf kites. What are those called? Where you like, you 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 hold like, the kite with like two hands, and then you can something like fly boarding. up in the air, kite boarding. There it is. That's, that's what exactly, it's called, yep. kite boarding. Yep. We're gonna that's windsurfing. No, windsurfing is like a surfboard with a sail on it. Okay, kite I'm, boarding. I've never seen kite boarding. All right. So sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd yeah, love to hear about it. <laughs> tweet about uh, the show, and then at. A professional kiteboarder, and we'll try and get them on the show. Uh, yeah, but they have to live in Florida. I mean, we can... County, unless they're paying their own airfare. Man, they can do a call in. <laughs> we're not okay. We're gonna just. Well, I mean, the odds of a professional kiteboarder living in Florida are pretty good, I would imagine. Yeah, because we live by the ocean. Like, why wouldn't why wouldn't they be here, dude? Maybe we'll do a show at the ocean. Well, Dude. near the ocean. Maybe we'll it do would it. be really loud, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would even ask a kiteboarder. Uh, I know exactly what I would ask a kiteboarder. How? And he would be like, how do I do it? How did I come about this? How what? And I'm like, yeah, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world made you go, I would like to take flight? Not on a hang glider. Not parachuting. Well, it seems dangerous. <laughs> like, I don't know how it works, but kiteboarding just sounds dangerous. I don't even know if that's what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it from now on. <laughs> okay. If it's, if it's not called kiteboarding, I'm sorry. Professional kite flyers, whatever you're called. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't... Like, when I was younger, I wanted to surf, and I never did that. Because it just seemed, like, dangerous, and I didn't want to drown. Well, and I... What I heard Kelly Slater on Joe Rogan Rogan talking about how there is some surfing to be done in Florida, but not really like not the good kind. No, like you're not yeah. catching some wicked barrels, bro. Unless there's a hurricane coming. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just gonna die. You'd be yeah. Like, oh, I never drowned before. I saw What's Point that like? Break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you're looking for. That documentary was amazing. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Bethany, I love you. I am so glad. That we're here doing this. Me too. Everyone, you. go vote for the love of God, please. I don't care who you vote for. Just please vote. Yeah. If you can give someone a ride to the polls who can't get there, take them. Dude, that is a good idea. Yeah. We should have started some kind of ride chair. All right, we're done. Thank you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.